What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in, checking out the Hustle the Most podcast. This is episode 15, and today we're going to do a wrap-up of season one and talk about what we learned in our first season of podcasting. So as you know, or if you're listening for the first time, the Hustle the Most podcast is a series of short stories that talk about all things heart, hustle, innovation, design, and more. And one of my favorite parts of the podcast is doing the end segment about what I've learned from these adventures um, over time and talking with the guests that I've had on the podcast and kind of partaking in some of the memories. And some of these stories are like 30 years old. It's so crazy to me, the things that we remember over time and kind of the way that we remember them and the things that really stick in our head as relevant and they were relevant at the time. And how it's just crazy to me, like how is something that happened 30 years ago still living in my head where I can just kind of go access it anytime I want? It's weird to me to think that these memories that are 30 years old can just be as relevant and as impactful as the memories that I had last week. I'll bet you that when I'm 50 or 60, 70, I think I'll still have this memory very clearly burned in my brain of starting this process of sitting in a room by myself, talking to myself about myself. I think it's forever just going to be in there and there's no getting away from it. So you know, doing a podcast is a total adventure. It's cool. It's a lot of ups and downs. Um, I've had so many people out of the blue tell me that they've been listening to the podcast, which is crazy because it's people that I don't normally see like on a daily basis. People don't really even talk to you on a daily basis or very rarely, even sometimes ever. I'll see someone at like a coffee shop or, you know, I'm in a meeting or something like, Hey, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, Oh, like this is something I would never expect to, to listen to it. And I just kind of stumbled upon it. So pretty cool. It's a cool feeling. I'm kind of still learning really how to say thank you to people after they tell me they've been listening to it. It's a weird thing. I mean, it's a compliment, but you know, some of us just aren't as good at taking compliments as others, I guess. So we're only 15 episodes in and I've already learned so much about things I really had no idea about and really didn't even think about um, when we started this journey down doing a podcast. And I've done a good amount of, of presenting and public speaking, but something is very different about it when it's being recorded. I think when you, I think when you're alive and you're presenting things, things just kind of come out the way that they come out. Maybe you've practiced it, maybe you haven't, but you know, whatever happens, happens and it just kind of comes out. So when you're recording, you have the option to go back and listen to it. Sometimes you can listen to it a lot of times. And I think this is really where a lot of people get hung up on things and where a lot of cool potentially cool ideas kind of end up dying because people just kind of can't, can't deal with it. So I think that I think now about things like inflection and being descriptive and kind of keeping a good pace, you know, I had this conversation with someone the other day about doing the podcast and they were saying that they could never do it because they hated the sound of their own voice. And this is just so common. I've actually heard this several, several times. And I'll tell you, it's funny because it, it, it's, they said it was weird to them. And here's the thing, like, it's only weird to you. Like, unless you have some crazy high-pitched voice or some crazy, like, super low voice, and that actually makes you sound weird, um, it's, people are listening, it's just another voice. So they don't know that it's, it's weird. It's really only weird to you. I think that really once you get over that kind of self-created hump of weirdness, um, you'll be in good shape. But it, it does take a little bit of time just to kind of say, you know, forget it, put it out there and, and just kind of let it ride. So I had a lot of fun over the last 15 episodes telling stories and kind of talking with guests. And I'm really enjoying doing the podcast alone, but I really like the break 
and bring in guests because it's really nice to not be sitting in a room by myself. I like reliving and then kind of reflecting on these stories and really thinking about what I've learned from them and how they've actually shaped me to become the person that I am today. Like I bet if you think back, there are a lot of little parts and pieces that have probably helped you shape and mold yourself into the person that you are today. And for some people, it's school. Some people, it's the parents, siblings, the military, or maybe even job or even several jobs. You know, every little episode of your life can provide you with things like perspective or manners or you know, attributes that you carry on throughout your life, you know, from job to job and your relationships, friendships, all those things. I talked in one of the early episodes about taking acquired skills from one job to the next job and applying them to add value to you and to your position. These aren't things you can buy or, or learn about in books. These are really like things that are tangible, that you're out there doing it, you're, you're in the moment, you're making it happen, and you're kind of living life on your feet and learning that, you know, that on-the-job training. It's funny. I had this conversation with a grad student the other day about kids that have spent their entire lives in school So like going from high school to undergrad to grad school, and they're looking for their first job ever when they get out of grad school. And this is kind of opposed to kids that go to high school, work, go to undergrad, work, and then work in their field, and then work in their field while going to grad school. Like their perspective is completely different, and your frame of reference is completely different. It comes from a completely different place. It comes from a place of working and working in that field and understanding kind of the landscape versus studying it and learning about it in school and how it played out like in in books and in use cases and scenarios right so so i guess it's basically just books versus kind of real world scenarios and how things play out uh, i'm not saying it's it's bad or good one way or the other i'm just saying it changes the way that you see things and how you're able to apply your skills in certain situations i remember in episode 4 when i was talking about how i had the rug ripped out from under me I worked really hard to get this money to buy this moped and then I had to sell it because the cops told me I was too young to ride it. So I traded it for a skateboard and then the skateboard was ran over and smashed by a car and it, it was awful. It was tragic. I talked about it. It's, it's the whole story's on there, but, but you know, if that had happened to my friend instead of me, I wouldn't really have learned anything from it. Um, you know, it would have been a cool story that I got to witness. Cool story, bad story that I got to witness, but at the end of the day, it really wouldn't have affected me very much. However, since it did happen to me, my perspective is completely different. You know, I worked hard and laid in the dirt for days to earn money. And, you know, I put in the work, I put in the time, the effort, the energy. Uh, I got dirty. You know, everything I worked so hard for was completely smashed to bits, like in front of my eyes. Imagine it's like a, you know, like building your house and watching your house just burn down kind of mid-framing. Like you had all this work, you put into it, it's a dream, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, It's crazy how many times I've thought about that car running over my skateboard when I was 12. I've thought about it so many times. I've seen videos, like on the internet, on YouTube and Instagram, you know, skateboarding videos where someone shoots their board out and it goes into a river, under a car, whatever. Like whenever I see it happen to anyone else, like I have complete, empathy for that person and it just breaks my 12 year old heart over and over again every time i watch it it's uh it's pretty it's pretty tragic i got ptsd from skateboard getting crushed by a car like it's a thing i guess i think i really had a lot of fun with the guests that have come in so far it's pretty stoked 
to get to do two episodes with Brandon and two episodes with Phil. Both of those guys have been, you know, 20 years plus friendship and it's just been awesome. So it's really been awesome to have them be able to come to our home studio and just, you know, share stories. The episodes with Brandon were super fun because you know, we've gotten older. We don't really hang out much anymore and I kind of see him once in a while and our paths happen to cross and I think it's very few and far between these days that that happens. But we had so much fun when we were kids and we learned so much together, like our first bands, first jobs, first cars, you know, kind of just lots of firsts. And, you know, I'm going to try to have him actually back for, for another episode. Uh, maybe in season two, we'll have him back. But it's crazy because when we get together, like all the old stories just come out, whether there's, you know, a, a microphone around or not or a video camera. We're just we just always reference all of these old crazy things and we've we've built this this lifelong relationship of you know quoting old skate videos or weird songs or stuff that happened you know in the garage when we were 14 15 so it's it's pretty awesome I'm, I'm looking forward to having him him come back and you know i think having phil on the podcast was also awesome like that dude is so wicked smart he knows so many random things and and it's funny, he's one of those guys, like when he shares things with you, you can't help but like go home or, or pull out your phone and Google it. Like when he's not looking, you're like, is that, is that really a thing? Is that true? Phil and I have had more debates while sitting at vegan restaurant joints than I can possibly count. I'd like to have him on the podcast again too. Like we talked about our history together, which was awesome, but we really need to tap into his brain and extract some of this randomness and share it with the world. You know, Phil likes to play this game called, Hey, do you know how that's made? which basically he finds an object sitting on the table, like at a restaurant or for driving. And he does let you guess a few times before he tells you that you're wrong, but it's still pretty fun to play. Like we, have, we have fun playing every time. Here's a quick six degrees of separation I just thought of. So when Phil and I actually met at the house show in Detroit, Brandon was probably right there next to me. Um, he was never mentioned in the story when Phil and I were talking, but our band was playing, so... He was definitely there, and I can't imagine he wouldn't be kind of up there hanging out with all of us. So I just think it's crazy. Like, it's, just, it's weird how they I think they're actually acquaintances now, maybe friends online or something like that. But it's funny. Phil and I actually went skateboarding together uh, just a couple days ago. Actually, one day after my 41st birthday, we were skating this sweet four-foot mini ramp that's in Holland, Michigan. It's all masonite, good coping. Like, the ramp is probably 24 feet wide. It's super fun to skate. Anyway, I hadn't been on my skateboard in probably like two years because, you know, it's been busy, busy doing stuff. And um, it took me a few runs to actually get kind of my bearings and feeling somewhat comfortable. But as soon as I felt like a little bit comfortable, I fell and landed on my wrist and actually broke a few small bones inside of my hand. So I've been wearing a, a brace on my hand for about a week. And yeah, super awesome. <laughs> Uh, it hurts to even type. So even doing emails is, is, is tough or, you know, responding or actually even texting. I've been trying really hard to get better at texting with my left hand, but, uh, it's weird how much we depend on that one hand and just your thumb moving around a keyboard actually just completely kills it. So, and to add on to the dumbness and craziness, when I hurt my wrist on that last Thursday, my band actually had a show booked to play on Saturday and I played the show all taped up. And I winced every single time I went to hit anything on my right side. Uh, was it worth it? Probably not. Was it fun? Yeah, of course. Should I have canceled? Probably. But, you know, sometimes you, 
Got to hustle the most even when you got a broken hand, right? That's how we do it. So let's jump into my favorite part. Let's talk about what we've learned uh, over the last 15 episodes of, of podcasting. So I think that the first thing I learned is that there is a lot more to podcasting than just talking into a mic, uh, especially if you're doing everything yourself. I really learned this while I was starting K-Breaks, but completely applied it to Hustle the Most. We talk about taking those, those skills and that tool set that you've learned and applying it to the next thing. So what I learned in K-Breaks was that, you know, a lot of people like to, or even have to job things out in order for their ideas to live on. So what I mean by job things out is some people will hire someone else to do something for whatever it is that they're creating. So whether it's like a logo or, you know, a website or an audio engineer, whatever it is, um, they hire those things out um, either because they don't have time or they don't want to do it or they can't do it, whatever it is. Um, you know, if you don't have the tools in your bag to do it, then of course, like it makes total sense to, you know, to, to do this and it's totally okay. But I've learned that if you can do everything yourself, you are the only one responsible for the output of whatever it is that you're creating. Like think about it for a second. It's so much easier to say, well, I sent the file over so-and-so and I'm just waiting to hear back, right? And that's a law, that's, that's a law right? You're just able to, yep, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to breeze it. I'm going to let it go. And whenever I get that thing back, then I'll start working again. Um, that's how a lot of things seem to happen. But when you're a one-person show, the only one that can really slow you down is yourself. So your creation may not always be amazing in the end when it's done, but at least you're in control of the when and the how and the what. And I think that's probably the most important thing when kind of putting out stuff. You know, for myself, I learned that, you know, you really have to get over that. What are other people going to think kind of mentality? Um, or I can't because my voice sounds weird or whatever it is. Like, I promise you, it's only weird to you. The chances that anyone's going to come up to you after listening to your podcast and tell you that your voice is weird is probably slim to none. If anything, they're going to come up to you and tell you that they listen to it and you have to figure out the best way you can to say thank you. <laughs> it's tough. It's tougher than you think. And when it happens, it's, it's always a uh, thanks. I don't really know what to say, but thank you for that. I guess we all need to get better at, at taking compliments, I think. Um, and criticism, right? And feedback, all of those things. Uh, I think lastly, I learned that podcasting is, is fun. It's really fun and it can create engagement and it can educate people, entertain people. And most of all, I think it can really inspire people. Think about the last thing that you heard that really inspired you to do something. Maybe it was a movie. Maybe it was a song. Maybe it was an Instagram video of Daywon Song skateboarding on a mini ramp and you decided to go out and try it and then you fell and broke your hand. Maybe it's one of those things. Either way, good or bad, you were inspired to do something and you went out and did it. And that's really what Hustle the Most is all about. On that note, I'm going to say that's a wrap for season one, Hustle the Most podcast. Check out season two. I'll be dropping that in a few weeks. In season two, we're going to get into more of the entrepreneurship, starting a business, and continuing the journey. So as always, thank you for listening to season one of the Hustle the Most podcast. And please check out more stories and photos Connect with me at hustlethemost.com. If you're listening to this on iTunes, give us a like, give us a share. If you're feeling super inspired that day, write us a review. Thank you again for hustling with me on the Hustle the Most podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.